2: Good morning. Welcome to Johnny's desk. We're coming to you live from our studios in Kukum Coming up this morning, renal dialysis units of the Kolebutichen Hospital under pressure and at risk of another shutdown as doctors are unable to raise funds for consumables, which they say is taking its toll on service delivery. <laughs>
3: may die i understand all that and even if you and i are in the same position we'll also be concerned so it's a genuine concern but the other truth of the matter is that if we don't pay realistic prices the unit collapses and nobody gets treatment
2: we will tell you more of this but also release the salaries of our teachers by Friday or faith our rough, that's the threat coming from the National Association of Graduate Teachers Nagrat, who allegedly, uh, who says the OSP has withheld the salaries of more than 400 teachers to investigate ghost names on government's payroll he's us that he has the
4: workers not to work or direct workers not to be paid their
2: salaries. On what basis? What if the basis of the OSP is flawed? As Parliament gears up to vet President Echofuado's ministerial nominees, former chief of staff has raised concerns about the timing of President Ecofado's ministerial reshuffling with barely 10 months to a general election.
5: This is the right time to have this reshuffle that's my only concern. Otherwise, it's a president's prerogative. He decides what he wants to do with his government.
2: More as the leadership of the NPP dismisses such suggestions, saying that new appointees should be measured by their output in office. And also in this bulletin, we'll take a look back at the tenure of former finance minister Ken Oferiata, who got a sack yesterday, a seven year tenure of E Levy, IMF, and Kinky parties.
6: If he's exactly the right man to lead our country's economic revival with the support and the under the, the chairmanship of the vice president and the economic management committee.
2: My name is Aisha O'Brien, do stay for details. <laughs> Sister unions are asking government to release January salaries of over 400 uh, of their members by the special prosecutor. The unions are accusing the office of the special prosecutor of freezing their members' salaries without prior notice or reason. They have since given Friday, February 16 to announce their next line of action if the issue is not resolved.
7: President of the National Association of Graduate Teachers, Nagrat, Angel Kabunu, questioned the authority of the special prosecutor to freeze the salaries. He said the affected members were initially more than 1,300. The salaries of about 900 members were released after the leadership engaged government over the issue.
4: It is the view of the unions that questioning where the OSP got his authority from. And even if he does have that authority, whether it is not prudent to have informed the managers of these teachers, the employers of these teachers, that is Ghana Education Service, before directing that their salaries should be suspended. Does the OSP, is the OSP telling us that he has the power to direct workers, not to work, or direct workers not to be paid their salaries? On what basis what if the basis of the OSP is flawed?
7: President of the Coalition of Concerned Teachers Ghana, King Ali Awudu, re-echoed the sentiments of Nagrat and asked the special prosecutor to provide reasons for taking such a decision. The teachers were validated by their heads of institutions
8: that are supposed to validate them, meaning that they are at posts. Controller and accountant general pays the people. Controller transfers their money to the person's bank. And then a special prosecutor goes to instruct the bank that though the person has been paid and the money has come, block the person's account, don't allow the person to assess the account. In this country, it is only the courts that have the power to garnish somebody's account. And even that, the person whose account is being garnished is made to know. This kind of arbitrary power is what we
7: are not ready for our sources at the office of the special prosecutor. Says the salaries have been frozen due to an auditing of good names on government's payroll.
2: A former chief of staff under the SWA administration, Kojon Pini, has raised concerns about the timing of President Ekofuado's ministerial reshuffling with barely 10 months for general election. The president has removed the finance minister, Kenno Furieta, and replaced him with the minister of state at finance ministry, Dr. Mohamed in Adams approximately current ministers of state, including 10 cabinet ministers and two regional ministers, have been affected by the reshuffle. Following the reorganization of the government, President Kofuadu has submitted to Parliament for approval the names of some individuals for appointment as ministers and deputy ministers of state by the Constitution. Speaking on PM Express, Mr. Pianim expressed reservations, noting that while the president has prerogative to make such changes, the proximity to the upcoming elections raises questions about the effectiveness and impact of the reshuffle.
5: Reshuffles are the prerogative of the President. He, He works with the Ministers and the Deputy Ministers and he should be able to determine who is working well and who is not working well. My only concern is is it the right time to have this reshuffle? That's my only concern. Otherwise, is, is a president's He decides what he wants to do with his government. If he believes the changes will help him to achieve his aim, fine. You should go ahead and do that. But I am thinking eight months, if we eight to an election, we don't have any effect on the direction of government. I don't know. Maybe the president knows, or maybe those within his circle know. Those within his circle know this. No, but to be honest, I think the timing is the problem. Otherwise, it is prerogative to do a reshuffle at the same stage. have statements to an election. Uh, some of these are new, completely new. Maybe you get them in place by the end of the month for the minister of next month. How are they going to be able to learn what know what is within the ministry? To enable them, maybe direct the ministry in a way maybe the president wants them to do now. That's the timing I'm talking about. The end of the month for the minister of next month. How are they going to be able to learn what know what is in the ministry will enable them maybe direct the ministry in a way maybe the president wants them to do now. That's the timing I'm talking about. At
9: the UPS store, we know this upcoming holiday is when things can get busy for small business owners. Exactly. My to-do list and I don't take days off. That's why you can count on us to be open and ready to help with every small business need. Whether it's packing and shipping, or if it's just to check your mailbox.
1: That's almost everything on my to-do list. My list and I can take the day off. woo You're local, the everything-to-help-you-be-unstoppable store. The UPS store. Be unstoppable. The UPS store locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. Uh,
5: uh, uh, up to, up to time you recall that when we were having our unwatered giving service, the General Secretary spoke the mind of the party. Uh, he concluded the views of the party by appealing to the President to make some changes. And I'm happy with, with the changes. I mean, Fatima Abu bubakar it's worked so well. The elevation is very, very welcoming, very refreshing. Um, you have uh, my big sister, Nabu Ophelia in the Studios that she's also worked very hard and is, uh, some young speeches with new energy, new ideas, Vincent of San Conor, very sharp guy. My own brother, very intelligent brain. And so you know, it's a mix, it is a blend of the experience, new person, and I think that is
9: PNC celebrates Black History Month every day of the year by supporting Black communities across
3: the country with initiatives that pave a way forward to economic advancement. PNC is proud to invest in community progress for all. At PNC, we know
9: it's not just about dollars. It's about change.
2: Not impressed with the latest changes made, so the government from the government by the NDC say The new face has more. One of the major talking points today in Parliament has been the. has been the biggest
10: casualty. Remember, he was one million years down the line. He has finally lost his job. Listen
8: to speak. Organisation of the government appointments into the executive in accordance with. Articles 78, 79, and 256 of the Constitution. Environment, Science, Technology, and Innovation. Honorable Ophelia Mensah Hayford, MP. Ministry. Information. Miss. Fatima to Abubakar. The nominations are accordingly referred to the Appointments Committee for consideration and...
0: A Kia SUV is capable of taking you far, but when you use it locally to help your community, you go even further. Whether that's carrying cargo, bringing your team with you, ready, or navigating new terrain... Power up your capability with the right Kia SCB. Do more with the Kia Sportage, Kia Telluride, Kia Sorento, or Kia Saltos. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely.
11: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
12: With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Charles Barkley in a pickup game.
0: We'll take
12: Barkley. Ha! First pick. Sorry, kids. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, is it even a decision? Okay, here's the plan. Pass me the ball
1: every time. This is banking
12: reimagined. What's in your wallet?
1: Terms apply. See capitalone.com/bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC.
8: Miss Fatima Tu Abubakar. The nominations are accordingly referred to the appointments committee for consideration and report. The minority MPs have been wading into these appointment for consideration and
10: report. The minority MPs have been wading into these appointments to the
13: senior advisor. If it is true, then this is just a charade of an appointment. Mm. And it's I think the people around the president continue to embarrass me. Uh, but whatever it is uh, I don't think that this new team
3: will perform any magic. I don't think so. The horses have already
1: voted, and uh, it's clearly, if you look at the restaurant. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Me escuchas ese rugido? Sientes la experiencia de poder, la emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCI US LLC. Yeah, it's
10: not about the good people of this country. It's about elections. If you could see through it, you realize that those who have lost elections will get away to give is to go and their nations just to enhance their chances in their consistencies.
3: It's not really about the people of this country. How many months left here? It's about nine months. What are they going to do? Absolutely nothing. If you indeed he wanted to sack Ajim you should have
8: done a doing Sputnik investigation. He went to Ajim Manu's region and he was making mockery of the committee.
10: So it's not about the good of the, of the country. It's clearly about electoral fortunes. The Appointment Committee is expected to consider this appointment as soon as practicable. Remember, the Appointment Committee has now been reconstituted by the new standing orders. It will be chaired by Joe Osewusu. He's still the chairman, the first deputy speaker. The members will, will be drawn from the leadership of both sides of the aisle. And then, depending on the subject matter that is before the committee, they will draw members from other standing committees of the House. So if they have to vet a cowboy for the health ministry, for instance, they will draw members from the Health Committee of the House to come and join the leadership of Parliament who will now form the core of the Appointment Committee of the House. Reporting for joining us, Kweku Asante, Parliament House, Accra.
2: Well, the NDC views the reshuffling as a squandered opportunity by the ruling government to heed the pleas of Ghanaians and reduce the number of ministers. Fifi the general secretary of the NDC believes the decision was not made in the interest of Ghanaians, but rather to secure more votes, particularly for the new appointees in the upcoming December elections.
6: We must say that we are once again highly disappointed in this government. Even though Disappointment in this government has become the norm. We were at least expecting some level of change amidst Dr. Baumir's promise to govern Ghana with only 50 ministers. But what we see, a continuation of the status quo that has plagued our nation's progress. In an era where the clamor for national governance and fiscal prudence has never been louder by President Akuffo starkly reflects the government's insularity, ultimately from the realities of his people. Despite the vociferous appeals of Ghanaians, civil society, the clergy, academics, and think tanks to trim the bloated size of government, a glaring drain on our nation's scarce resources, this administration has once again turned a deaf ear. And remember. The Vice President of this Republic continues to be Dr. Maoia. Ma- Ma- yeah. And clearly he's aware of what is going on. If 50 is worth doing, then 50 should as well be done now to let the people of Ghana know you mean it. That clearly, it does not mean it. <laughs> now the insistence on maintaining a government apparatus comprising so many ministers is not only a slap in the face of the Ghanaian taxpayer a testament to an entrenched culture of proficiency, cronism, and a disturbing, myopic view of governance. This unwieldy government side, under the guise of facilitating development, has instead catalyzed an era marked by inefficiency and unfulfilled promises.
2: Fifi has however issued a challenge to the flag bearer of the NPP, Dr. Baumia urging him to fulfill his promise to reduce the size of government now, and he pledged as he pledged days ago.
6: Enter Dr. Baumia, the vice president, and the freshly minted flag bearer of the NPP, who now promises a government of only 15 minutes. This place starkly contrasts the current administration's excesses and in the face of his government bloat. Dr. Baumier's sudden pivots is the economic turmoil our nation endures. is emblematic of a desperate ploy of votes. A deception that the Ghanaian people can see through with clarity. Today's pleasure for President Akufuado, rather than offering a beacon of hope for a leaner, more efficient government, has instantly upheld the status quo. It is a profound disappointment and a missed opportunity to hear the people's call for change. This action or that inaction and thus, caused a blatant disregard for the nation's plea for governance that puts the people's welfare above political experience. It is particularly disheartening to witness the recycling of ministers over the past seven years have demonstrated a stark inability to propel our nation forward. This reshuffle, far from being a strategic realignment, is merely a superficial rearrangement of pieces on a board with no real intent to address the systemic failures that plague our governance. The Tabalini's slogan It is possible now begs the question if indeed it is possible why not now? If indeed it is possible, why the waits? if not for political convenience, at the expense of the national well-being of Ghana? This reshuffle could have been a moment of bold leadership, a signal of a genuine commitment to reform. Yet, it stands as a testament to a government marking time, lacking the vision or the will to implement the drastic changes Ghana so urgently requires.
2: General was a polarizing figure in Ghana's politics. The former finance minister divided opinions in his own party with a seven-year tenure rocked with a considerable amount of controversies. The former banker and co-founder of Data Bank was at the helm of affairs in the finance ministry for nearly a decade, the longest of any other finance minister. Having been sacked, my colleague Asante takes a look back at some key moments in his tenure. I believe he's exactly the right man to lead our country's economic revival
6: with the support and the the, the chairmanship of the vice president and the economic management committee. I recommend
13: him very strongly to the parliament for approval as the next finance minister of Ghana. That is Mr. Ken Uferata.
10: The soft-spoken Bible quota all white-wearing Ken Uferata Assumed the ring's finance minister in 2017. Just months into his tenure, he was rocked with conflict of interest allegations. The issue was... ...by a stretch. Ken Ufuria had a rocky but relatively stable first term. Most of his troubles began when he was reappointed in 2021. Ken Uphuria fell ill. His situation was so worse... The 2021 budget was read by majority leader of seyman sabonsu in designating me as the minister with temporary responsibility for the ministry of finance the economy takes a nosedive with skyrocketing inflation high interest rates and general economic hardship but mr furiata stays put blaming the economic crisis COVID-19
8: and the war in Ukraine. The current state of our debt has a lot to do with the lingering effects of the COVID-19 pandemic and the Russian-Ukraine war.
10: Despite excruciating economic challenges, Ken Ufuriata, with the backing of the president, splashed public funds on lofty plans of constructing a cathedral. After several millions of dollars have been spent, the project is still at the foundation level, sitting in the heart of Accra. When the economic situation does not improve, Ken has to think outside the box. What does he do? He abolishes road tools and introduces the unpopular and controversial levy which many have said was the beginning of his end. Facing a spirited opposition in Parliament, Ken Ufuriata went around the country, rallying support for is sold as the panacea to the country's wars. He declared then that the country was never going to return to the International Monetary Fund.
8: We are not going to the
4: IMF. Whatever we do, we are not. The consequences are there. We are a proud nation. We have the
8: resources. We have the capacity. Eventually, after MPs he
10: gave his elevy, but the economic situation does not improve. Ghana now swallows its pride and applies to the IMF for a bailout. of Foriata remains in office. Now MPs from his own party, close to hundred of them, have had enough and in an unprecedented move, demanded his dismissal. We are by
8: this medium communicating our strong desire that the president change the minister of Finance and the Minister of State in the finance
10: ministry without further delay. His cousin, the president, Nanada jumps to his defense and keeps him at post. The opposition in Parliament then files a motion to censure him. It's unacceptably
8: high for businesses. The pharmaceutical industry is complaining because it affects their imports and they are made to pay more. The depreciation of the city has affected even Makola women.
10: Ken Ofureta miraculously survives all these attempts to remove him. To raise more revenue, Ken Ofureta introduces a debt exchange program. A program so unpopular it drove a former chief justice to the streets in the protest. It's rude. It's wicked. It's unlawful. It's not right. It it it, it lacks. Faith, it lacks humanity, but after seven years, Ken of cup becomes full. His cousin, the president, succumbs pressure and sacks him. He's now penciled for a role as special advisor at the presidency. the Apia Kubi, MP for Asantia Chino, and one of the NPP MPs who demanded his dismissal, tells John News the decision to dismiss Ken of Uriata is coming a little too late, but still welcoming. Ken of has been the longest serving finance minister in the Fourth Republic. He served for seven years. Many, including the opposition NDC, have said he has overseen Ghana's worst economic performance in a generation, but still divides opinion even as he exists as Minister for Finance. For joining us, Kweku Asante.
2: Away from the ministerial reshuffle, the renal dialysis unit at the Kolibutichin Hospital is once again under pressure as the unit is unable to raise funds to purchase consumables for service delivery. The unit was forced to shut down last year, sparking public outcry as dialysis patients faced an uncertain end to their lives. According to head of the unit, Professor Vincent Boerman, with every dialysis section, the unit loses 380 cities, which is accumulating as debt to the hospital, Professor Bowman says the situation is now affecting service delivery and may lead to the shutdown of the unit.
14: So
3: currently you already know that the government has access to charging three hundred and, and each time you dial one person at three eighty, you lose another three eighty because the actual cost is more than twice for the patients that pay now. So we are actually um, uh, incurring costs, which is not being paid for, which is how uh, what they're currently paying for. Consumables continue realizing them. And the service we provide in general a unit is really going to impact on it, because we may not have enough funds to provide a needed service at the Standard that is really would give the patients a good outcome in terms of improving their quality of life, in terms of uh, 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 prolonging their treatment in a long time or giving them a chance of surviving for a long time or good treatment satisfaction. Probably we're not able to provide all these things because uh, we are not charging at a rate that will help us buy the consumer who's needed. For instance, what if these units? grosses within the next one or two months because we are run out of the consumables. And we are that the way that we can't buy enough. We buy very little dialysis and close down again, so treatments will be interrupted if we don't buy enough uh, consumables. I see, It's it's, it's more, let me not say political, it's a national thing and people are concerned about their relatives who are sick and understand that people are. Concern that if I doesn't get treatment, he or she may die. I understand all that, and even if you and I are in the same position, we we'll also be concerned. So it's a genuine concern. But the other truth of the matter is that if we don't pay realistic prices, the unit collapses, and nobody gets treatment.
2: Well, according to Professor Bromman, another worrying trend identified is the number of young people between the ages of 20 and 50 who are suffering from kidney related diseases. But what is accounting for this? Professor Bromman explains.
3: Also, the patients who have kidney disease are very young, between the ages of 20 to 50. In fact, the mean age from our data registry now is. Or Life to kidney disease, really. And the reason why most of these people are having these forms of kidney disease is exactly not clear at the moment because as much as one thing.
1: Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Me ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500 hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Eighty percent of them we have labeled them
3: as uh, chronic kidney disease of unknown cause. So it may be environmental causes it may be our genes as well. Some genes have been found in the U.S. as increasing the risk of kidney disease among blacks, which is called the APOL1 kidney disease gene, which increases our our risk of getting uh, kidney disease. And it's due to the fact that over the years in the past, we were exposed to the so-called sleeping sickness, trypanosomiasis, for which we developed genes to protect us against that sleeping sickness. But that same gene now is causing kidney disease. It's known to predispose us or increase our risk of getting kidney disease. So that gene, on the background of other environmental factors we are exposing ourselves to, like the herbs that we are taking, the pain pills in the environment, the concoctions we are taking, the say with exposure to the mercury and the arsenic that they are using to process the gold amongst other things maybe increasing our risk of developing kidney disease especially among
2: the our no patients at the Cape Coast teaching hospital are also calling on government so as a matter of necessity absorb the costs of their treatment to mitigate the hardships they go through on a daily basis <laughs>
13: Okay, I've been on this uh, dialysis for about five years. Actually, I don't know exactly what caused it, but the doctors told me it was pressure, high blood pressure. Yes, that caused the problem. That is a renal disease. It has been so difficult. Life has been so difficult. The cost involved and all other things, put it together. It's not easy at all. It's not easy yes so we are pleading on the government to do something about it we 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 heard some time ago that um, the government wants to infuse it with the health insurance yes we are we are waiting on the government it shouldn't be mere rhetorics Um, it should be implemented so that some of us uh, will be able to live uh, for a, a while, a long while. Okay, so we are pleading with the government to do something about it, especially the insurance that he said appeared. Oh, it, it is something motivational because this problem you need people to always motivate you because. Other than that, they will be thinking about it. They, they thought of it alone can shorten the lifespan yeah, so i 'm so happy and excited receiving such items from the staff of uh, uh, of this unit i 'm so excited uh, I, I wish they will continue periodically they will do certain sort of <laughs> you. Must work 't like
1: you
5: I, I think that um Government should should um, should um, but should give the people um, a, subsidy, uh, a stipend, or something, something to to um, offset the cost of um, of uh, because it's, it's it's too high, so um, people can't can't afford it, um, and also then these to. Um, Fix the machines so so they're always um, on par with um, so 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 more people can can get the machines and um, it, it's it be easier for for people to um, uh, get treatment.
2: Banks, telecommunication companies, and the General Legal Council are among some 115 institutions owing rent to the University of Ghana, amounting to some $1.3 million. The amount captured in the Auditor General's report are debt uh, the institutions accrued from using various facilities and rent spaces on the University of Ghana campus as of October 2022. The infractions came up when management of the public universities appeared before the Public Accounts Committee hearing to, uh, yesterday. There's more in the following report.
12: Six public universities appeared before the Public Accounts Committee sitting on Wednesday to answer questions on infractions captured in the Auditor General's 2022 report. The infractions include procurement breaches, unearned salaries. Tax evasion, among others. It emerged during the hearing that at least 115 institutions, including telecommunication companies, owed the University of Ghana over $1.3 million in rent. Noting that this was a point
15: of difficulty, uh, I set up a special tax force to ensure the retrievals. Of these monies, and so the director of finance, who was the co-chair, will provide the details so far. Thank you, Mr. Chair. For the receivables, the Ghana CD ones, we have been able to recover five hundred ninety-four thousand zero two eight hundred, leaving an outstanding of seats with Dollar amounts we've been able to recover 1,033,495, leaving an amount of 1,161,457 for the banks. Most of them have redeemed themselves. But then there are other
8: very uh, solid institutions in here, like these telcos that are still old, like Airtel, Tigo, I see them here. I see Taser uh, Company also owing utilities and all that. I see Village Canteen, Tia,
15: and all these. Are they still owing in your books? Thank you, Mr. Chair. this are and it's an ongoing um, transaction that happens on a daily basis. We are using all options. We, we even still work with them. So pay up and then you incur that This is what is happening and we are following them. Exploring all options, those that are proving difficult, we have actually handed them over to the council to also explore other avenues. It's been quite difficult, but we are doing all we can to use all options available
12: to us. After listening to the explanations from the university's management, Chairman of the committee, James, insists the money must be retrieved.
4: My concern is that the debt. should not be growing. It should be what? Declining. If it's declining it means that we are yielding more result, better result than if it's growing. Okay. Alright. So continue to make the effort to recover the money.
12: Another infraction Investor of Ghana's inability to retrieve some five million cities investment locked up with five financial institutions. They have dragged three of the five institutions to court over the matter. Uh, they sent
10: us a response essentially indicating that the value of our investment uh, has gone down and that if you were to do any of the investment, we are going to lose about 50%. but This is a decision that uh, has to be taken by the appropriate uh, structure of the university. So this is a matter that we are going to discuss. uh, And then, based um, on the decision that is taken, we'll engage them further and know exactly what to do. Whether we should go for a haircut, uh, or we should insist uh, on our pound of flesh.
4: The the invitation from the committee will now push you to do Account eight million is quite a big amount that can do a lot for the university. So do everything possible to recover the money.
12: Apparently, the University of Ghana are not the only ones whose funds are locked up. The University of Media Arts and Communications and the Akendan A Pia University are also using UT savings and loans for some 27 million cities.
4: Lock-up investment with NDK Financial Services, 9.1 million. Uh, The recommendation is that management should take steps including legal action to recover this amount from the company. Tell the committee if you have taken against the company, NDK Financial Services. Thank you, Chair. management in 2020 through to
8: 2021 continued to engage NDK to be able to recover some money. Throughout that period, 100,000 was recovered without any further recovery from the institution.
12: Surprisingly, all the universities have declared various amounts of profits in 2021 and 2022. The committee resumes on Wednesday to continue hearing. James Savage's report, read right to you.
2: News apologizes for capturing the three financial institutions as defunct in our prime news last night. Our unreserved apology to the companies and customers. That's how we take a break this morning when we return.
7: Hi, welcome to business. My name is Daro Kwan. Valentine's Day may be over, but traders are looking forward to make improved sales throughout the month as people share chocolates, bouquets of flowers, among other souvenirs to loved ones. But are the exchanges of these gifts in vogue? Emmanuel Oko reports. Valentine originated as
11: Christian feasts, and an early saint named Valentinus it was recognized as a significant cultural, religious, and commercial celebration of romance and romantic love in many regions around the world. On the special day, in many parts of the world, chocolate, flowers, teddy bears, and champagnes are the common gifts shared. But are the exchanges of these Valentine gifts still in? People have been asking me for gifts, gift on this day, but it's
12: only special for you chocolates, toffees, and others on
11: Valentine's Day. It is worth celebrating. Yeah, and I think just five chocolates, man, the same Valentine's Day is usually for women. About the, the
4: seemingly
11: phasing out of Valentine's presents is telling up the market as vendors record low sales. Amen. On the bustling street of Boston, I find Regina. In her hands are packets of chocolate and other confections. Chase every vehicle that makes a stop at the track jam. She anticipates a purchase from both passengers and drivers. The market has not been
2: encouraging. I've quite a number, but this morning has and been encouraged in the prices of chocolate are shorter, the list is not $15. I don't know more candy, we will not see a $30.
11: And TB, also a vendor, is optimistic of better sales by the close of day. I'm hoping to get more of today a number of people, Valentine's Day is not any special day to recondole love through such gestures. If you have anything to give, don't wait until Valentine's Day. In whatever means you can show your love, do so in this month of love. Because love is in the air. News. I am Emmanuel
7: Now, the Bank of Ghana has moved to strictly enforce rules and regulations covering trade in foreign currencies among financial institutions to contain recent pressure on the city. It is also increasing the amount of dollars supplied to commercial banks. Here's George for with more. According to the Bank of Ghana, this is part of several measures being instituted to check the recent sustained depreciation of the Ghana city. The Bank of Ghana was a quick to add that this should not be seen as a panic measure, but rather just tightening the rules. This is because some of these enforcement measures have been in place. That is where the Ghana city has been relatively stable since the last half of 2023. The Bank of Ghana maintains that this level of depreciation should be seen as expected because of the high level of dollar demand in the first quarter of every year and the sudden payment being made power producers in the country to avert a shutdown of supply in the country and also some payment for imports that came in December last year. However, officials of the central bank have told job business that they expect the situation to firmly stabilize in the coming days. This is because the market has started responding to the increasing dollar supply for this week. Meanwhile, the Bank of Ghana today is 20 million dollars to the bulk or distribution To help finance the importation of finished petroleum products, this should also go a long way to deal with the current pressure on the Ghana city. And that's it for this segment. The news continues after the break.
9: Excellence in the President of the Republic of Ghana in 2016 pledged to ensure free senior high school education for every Ghanaian child. Under the leadership of the President and the Sector Minister, Honorable room, the first year enrollment has risen from 308,000 in 2016 to over 500,000 students being enrolled each year under the policy, making over 1.6 million children enrolled under the policy as of 2022. The the series on education exposes you to the various achievements of Ghana in the area of the policies, interventions and infrastructure development that has occurred under the leadership of the president. Be my guest this and every Tuesday as we bring you documentaries from across the 60 regions of Ghana on joint news. Between 6.30 p.m. and 7 o'clock p.m., Transmission Agenda Series on Education, Reimagining Education for National Development.
2: Agric experts across the country are calling for reforms in Ghana's agric sector to help improve food sufficiency in the country. Speaking at a thought leadership program hosted by the Alumni Association of Sweden Senior High School, agric scientist Professor Roger Cantan emphasized the urgent need for Ghanaian farmers to mobilize and demand government's intervention in addressing the critical issues facing the agric industry Ghana
0: relies heavily on food imports due to challenges such as the high cost of agricultural equipment, insufficient funding, poor infrastructure and climate change, among many others farmers face. At a thought leadership program organized by the Alumni Association of Swedish Senior High School to exploit means by which the country can attain full sufficiency, panelists took hands identifying key areas of reforms in the agricultural sector. Agricultural scientist, Professor Goja Kanton, H. Ghanian farmers, take industrial action to advocate reform in the agricultural sector.
14: I'm talking about Ghanian farmers. This will help us. what we have, our small, small, political-based farmer unions. You, know, you see a small politician hiding items behind the farmers. Too. When they go to the minister, instead of talking of farming, he wants a tractor. He wants this. He wants fertilizer. That's not help. We want genuine farming so that we come with a strong umbrella. When you talk about the EU farmers are doing France, yeah, Spain, Portugal, all the countries are have used bills and uh, bills and tractors to block parliament. Block road to Prime Minister's houses and this, and it's working. We can also block a Jubilee House. We just can't attract us and block from that block here. Nobody can move. They will listen to us. Associate Professor Kwame Jeffrey Paul from the Department of
0: Soil Science at the University of Kirkos emphasized the importance of rebranding the agricultural sector.
3: We need to rebrand agriculture. Let me tell you an analogy. When we were at Tech then, there was those of us who did BSC Agriculture and our contemporaries who did BSC agricultural Engineering. So if you went to Africa and you said you did BSC agricultural Engineering, you would hate it. But for those of us who did BSC Agriculture, we were seen differently. And I believe that still persists today. So as the number of students who are doing ICT is going high up, the number of students doing agriculture is dwindling fast.
7: So
0: we need to agriculture. Lecturer at the Department of Agricultural Economics, KNUSD, Dr. Inokam Ejekum, emphasized the significance of subsidizing ICT tools for farmers to make access to information easier. Subsidies or incentives can be given for farmers to adopt
8: ICT
6: tools. Now, a lot of our farmers have started using um, Android phones, but there are still more who are using uh, the YAM. So, could we subsidize a uh,
8: smartphone for farmers? I also heard that teachers and nurses have
5: um, some specialized data packages uh, for them.
2: Let's wrap up the bulletin.
1: Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Me escuchas ese rugido? Sientes la experiencia de poder